Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Chaotic Queens. I'm Queen Abia, and with me, as always, is Queen Mahalia. So why don't we just get into our chaotic things for this week? Okay, my chaotic thing for once is not school, but it's this game that I just started playing again recently called GeoGuessr. It drops you in a random place on the earth that has Google Street View. You have to move around and find the closest, like try to get as close as you can to the exact point that, you, that you're that you in. So you're looking for like the language that's on the signs or just signs that have a location on them or even just like the type of road or the type of foliage around you and you're trying to guess where you are. It's so simple, but it's so addictive. Like, I've wasted so many hours this week playing that game. Yeah, she's she's even sucked me in on it. I actually <laughs> ended up getting it because of her. I mean, we used to play it a lot when it was yes. free. And that's why we never played it again, because it, they've been charging now. But yeah. I'm on the 10-day free trial. So there's if you want period. to try it, there's a little 10-day free trial that you can just snag this isn't sponsored i wish it was if you, if you have a 10 days where you don't have to do anything else i would recommend <laughs> it because it will take your attention away it is very fun because it's yeah. like the perfect game to be playing right now i remember we wanted to play it when the pandemic started because they're mm-hmm. like this is what we should do and that's what we found out it was they they're charging people yeah. now Sometime, sometime within the year that we weren't playing it, they started charging. Yeah, a tragedy. It's such a yeah. good game. I think maybe it was us who was like playing so much, and they were like, <laughs> they said, they said, shut her down. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we should charge for this now. And you know what? Yeah, but I wish mm-hmm. that there was like an ad-supported option or something where I, you know, just watch an ad every game, like you know. Okay, but like that, that that would be kind of annoying though. It like imagine annoying, but... playing like every single game, and then there's like a what. A minute ad. Yeah, it would be annoying, but then you could make the choice at that point, pay to get it ad free, and then you wouldn't have to deal with the ads. But it's like the same with Hulu. That's like what Hulu does, you know, make you watch a bunch of ads so that you want to pay for the. That's true, but that's like watching. That's not like playing. Yeah, well, I'm, by every game, I mean not like each round of each game. I feel like that's what they would game. do. <laughs> well, not the first, not the first set of ads. Maybe they would hype it up if, like, maybe they they would increase it if people weren't oh responding. God, why are we but... talking about? hypotheticals that's all we do (laughs) anyway i love geoguessr for my chaotic thing well it has to do with school i had a presentation this week and that was like taking up my entire time i had a presentation in my grad class which i had to take as a requirement and it was making me so nervous i like skipped class because of it i skipped the homework for that class because of it because i was so nervous about it but my professor was like really nice about it because I didn't I didn't expect her to do this. But the next day after she realized I didn't do the homework assignment. And then she even me, she was like, I'm assuming this is because you've been working on your presentation that you didn't do it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't do it because it was past the deadline like you know what was the point of doing it if I wasn't going to get the points so I was just like yeah I skipped it and she was like I'll make this exception for you since I know you were working on your presentation so I'll let you do it by the end of the week and I was like that's so nice so yeah that was taking up that was taking up my entire week that that presentation it was freaking me out and by the time I did it I think it took me less than five minutes, even though the presentation was supposed to be 10 minutes because I was talking so fast because I wanted it to be over. 
it's over now. There's only one presentation for the year. I signed up for the earliest one I could because I wanted to get it over with. That's right. I had that. I had a similar thing. Mm -hmm. I had two presentations this week, one of which was assigned to me, but I was glad it was early for the same reason. And then the other one, I chose the earlier option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is I us learning that. in our final year, <laughs> in our not final semester. Final semester, not even <laughs> the final year. Literally last semester, we signed up for the very last dates. And then this semester, we're like, you know what? We should do no, it I went, start. I went for the middle. <laughs> I went for the middle last semester because I was like, oh I'm not going to go for the end because I've learned from my mistakes. Really? the middle. <laughs> and then I forgot what else I had signed up for for other classes. So I ended up having that one week in October where it was like hell week. I had big things every day. <laughs> well, because... for me, for me, I signed up for the last day for like everything. And that was like the worst time because finals was happening finals. at the same time. So like, same for you. It's like midterms in the middle of the semester. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like midterms, then presentations and all this stuff. And I was like, not, not yeah. good. It wasn't so good. pro tip, always sign up for the early one. So the first thing that we want to talk about that happened this week was the Super Bowl. Yeah, neither of us watched it, but I saw all the content on Twitter regarding the halftime show, which was by the weekend. And it was an interesting experience. I love the weekend. I love his music. He's like the number one artist right now. People were talking about his whole storyline concert because he's been putting on this like persona thing for a really long time where his like face is like deconstructed for a very long time and then people and then I think this was the final the final scene where everything comes together and people were talking about that and I guess the final scene people were interpreting it like the way that Hollywood takes you and then changes you and then eats you up and kills you I think that was a storyline for his concert so I don't know how, how to think like feel about that just because I wouldn't know that like I saw all of his like personas that he was changing like the the bandages on his face and then like, yeah it was the, creepy the the deconstruction of it all where he like took that selfie and then his performance at the Super Bowl like I wouldn't have been able to put that together if someone else didn't put it together for me even though I saw all of that so I, I don't know I don't know how to think about it uh, yeah I, I agree I wish it was better articulated because mm-hmm. I could tell it was they were all connected because he was wearing that red suit but I, yeah. I just thought it was like he was being this was like his weirdo era like I thought <laughs> this was just like I couldn't I didn't see a through line because he wasn't saying it yeah. and I think if he had said it it kind of would have um, maybe ruined the the kind of the mystery of it which I think is what he wanted but it was very it was very odd and I saw I even even seen the clips of the halftime show and I, I said, okay, well, this is clearly connected, but I still didn't get, I still didn't get it. Cause the way that pictures, like, I think his first, wasn't the first one where his face looked beat up and the second one was with like the bandages. And then the third one was the plastic surgery picture. Mm-hmm. And then this was the final act, but the, the way that social media works, not, it's not just like you see them one day and then they, they don't share them again. So you're seeing all of them all at once. And so it's hard to develop like that through line. Cause like you yeah. see, you'll see the bloody one late, like months after it happened, even though that was supposed to be the first one. And then the bandage one has already happened and you're still seeing kind of all these pictures together. So it just looks like one weird thing. Whereas mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like in June, he looked like this in August. He looked like this in October. He looked like this. 
you know, and then leading up to February where he is the final act of this. It, it wasn't very well articulated. Yeah, I think no. the concept itself is really cool. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was like a really deep and meaningful to do. But yeah, I think the way it was done could have been more impressionable to like other people if they really knew what was happening. Because again, I wouldn't have known if someone else on social media didn't just say what it was, what it meant. Yeah, I think maybe what he could have done was immediately after the halftime show, release some sort of like social media post or statement himself saying, you know, as you as you may have seen, this is what I've been doing. And mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of shed light on the way that or like the a video fame like showing toxic. Yeah, or like a yeah. video showing the process of the whole thing. I think that'd be right. really cool. Like a documentary style thing. Right. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he does that. But I think yeah, I think something just to kind of give closure to it because I saw it from a from a, a a post someone else made like on Facebook and like someone yeah. else shared it. So mm-hmm. it's it, it's not like kind of a cohesive narrative. It's like someone else has to put it together and share it. I feel like if he had said, you know, as you as you've seen, I've been looking, you know, I've been showing the process of like being beat up and then reformed into someone else. And then mm-hmm. this was the final act. And it's like a, a commentary on the entertainment mm-hmm. industry and toxicity and stuff like that. I feel like that would have been really I think it would have been cool because I think that was a it's an important thing to talk about Mm -hmm. and I think he kind of missed the mark I feel like he could have done something like that yeah I mean Um, I I don't think he has to like verbatim tell us exactly what it is but I think like some form of sharing it with the world instead of just like letting us kind of interpret it on our own you know or even like a like tweeting after the halftime show like one two three four with like the the pictures you know so you understand that it's a timeline even Mm because like I said like I didn't even get that it was supposed to be a, a timeline yeah scenario yeah yeah well, I mean, at, at, yeah, at the end, I had, like, that oh moment. Like, I was like, oh, right. it was all for this. But, again, it wasn't as clear. But, you know, that being said, I still think he's an amazing artist. And, you know, to mm-hmm. go through, to, to, to dedicate all that time for this, I think mm-hmm. that's that's really impressive. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, halftime shows take a lot of planning, but this was, like, next level. Yeah, this was, like, Including the public appearances. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and no one knew, like, yeah, because I remember when he would come out, like, in these these different ways, people were like, what is he doing? Like, what? Like, what is happening? It felt very Shia LaBeouf. You remember when he used to do stuff like that? <laughs> like, weird stuff on the red carpets? I was like, is this his Shia phase? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh my god. Have you been seeing, we didn't, like, talk about this, but have you been seeing people talk about Justin Timberlake? Oh, with the Britney Spears doc coming out? Yeah. Yeah. We could have talked about that. I haven't watched that. it. I, need to, be, I, haven't, I haven't watched it I need either. to watch it. No, people, it's been, it's a priority. Yeah, I just haven't gotten to it. People have been talking, where is it on? It's on Hulu. Because people have been talking about it and how like he literally got, he gets away with, he got away with like everything. Like he even with the it. Super, even the Super Bowl with the Janet Jackson. She was Horrible. the one, right? Just for were talking Jackson, about truly. It. Right. It's, she. Ha- she was torn apart for that performance and then he just gets away you know like it's it's really gross yeah it's yeah like, and diane sawyer is also being ripped a new one for from that mm-hmm. documentary did you see that no i haven't seen that what happened to her well she in during like the 2000s when britney was you know kind of under fire diane sawyer 
was asking her these questions that were oh very my gosh, intrusive. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Like the clip. Yeah. When she, yes. yeah. And then she showed her that clip of the, was it the, the wife of the governor of Maryland or something saying, I want to shoot Britney Spears. And she showed her that she not only played it for her, Britney's like our age at the time, like 22. She plays her the clip of this woman saying that because Britney Spears, you know, essentially because she owns her sexuality as an yeah. artist at the time, that and her kids are watching it like this woman's kids and so she said if i had the chance i would shoot britney spears oh my god and diane Sawyer plays it and then defends the point and says oh well she's just a mom worried about her children because she's like what do you have to say that and britney's like that's horrible like she clearly had not seen it and she's being confronted with this in an interview and diane Sawyer is like a big time journalist you know like she yeah it's a big deal to, to have an interview with her so she's trying to like keep her composure meanwhile the rest of the time like she's been kind of attacked too and she's she's like oh my gosh that's horrible and diane's like well you know she's worried about her kids seeing this and i think britney's response was something like i it's not my job to babysit her kids or something like yeah. that and i was like that is the correct response i mean that's yeah the i i what a horrible thing and so people are are having this conversation online and saying diane sawyer needs needs to to own up to that and apologize and, there's, is, and then they're coming up with other times where she's been like that to other artists on her, sh- like in her interview space that she has, like her platform. Um, that's terrible. That's so it really gross. Is. It really, it, yeah, it was, it was saw, yeah, horrible. Terrible. I also saw a part of that like discussion. She brought up Justin Timberlake too in that interview. I don't know in what context. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The beginning, I think it was something like, well, you broke Justin's heart or something like that and Brittany, you know again all the power to her she goes she goes oh you know we were we were young or whatever i yeah i really want to watch because i also saw yeah i also saw in a story of like another influencer who was posting about the documentary and they were showing the paparazzi they actually had an interview with a paparazzi who were taking pictures of her when she was going through that breakdown moment of when she like um shaved her head and you know those like famous pictures of her hitting the car? Yeah. Yeah, they they had an interview with that paparazzi. Oh. And it was just so gross. Like his response, like everything. He was like, if she told us to like leave her alone. And oh. and she literally did. She literally oh. did. It's so gross. And I, I mean, just you talking about that reminded me of a I, I hadn't seen that clip and I but I did see a clip recently of um, you know, Kanye doing you know being being very rude to the paparazzi and like mm-hmm. telling them to, to you know f off and all that and he's it's played for laughs when he does it you know yeah. it's like oh kanye he's he hates the paparazzi haha but when female artists in distress like britney's in distress in that scenario yeah it they're the villains it's just such a double stand i mean there's so much more than a double standard here with britney specifically but i just thought of that because i saw that video recently of kanye yelling at a yeah see, it, it's so gross like I feel like that part of it would make me want to throw something at the tv like that would just Ugh, I can't believe horrible. they actually found him and he was willing to be on screen and say that because that's just and probably that's take money just terrible for it. Oh, of course Isn't like there, it's just or is that bad practice I don't know I forget it's Either just terrible get, like, free Britney free Britney yeah like she does not deserve what she gets and she doesn't deserve the bad rap she got no it's just because we live in like this puritan society 
young women can't express themselves in any way that they want to because then they're horrible. And she had this whole platform at a young age, like where she yeah. had no privacy. It's- she deserves so much better. I saw something yesterday about her, like that the, the dad is now either not the personal conservator or he's been like his status has been lowered and there's like a trust that's now an equal conservator. Yeah, um, yeah, we talked about this on like the other episode. Yeah, he's still um, on it, but there's like a co, there's like someone else too involved. Right. She's I not thought- like free. So something happened within that arrangement recently. I thought it was that Bessemer Trust was made a co-equal. Hopefully that means that we're getting closer to some type of end to this for her. It really shows how like women have to be twice as polite as men and like twice as gracious. Yeah. Even in situations where they're being harassed. Yeah. I can't even imagine like her publicist or whoever her agent was in that scenario for the interview why didn't they why weren't they like no like you can't do that (laughs) like yeah so many people disrespected her yeah yeah they let her sit there and like watch that so next we're uh we want to talk about trump's uh conviction trial briefly because i've been i mean i've been watching it and i don't know what the outcome's gonna be i have a cynical view of it I just wanted to kind of talk about it because it is important. I mean, this is, like we've said before, like the second, the first time that anyone's been impeached twice. Given the the evidence that the Democrats were bringing out and the very cohesive argument that they were presenting, I don't know how any thinking person with a moral compass could come away from this any other way than that, than, than thinking that Trump um, incited the riot. But I, I just, I just have this sinking feeling about the lack of a moral compass in these Republican senators. So I don't like want to say what I'm thinking because I don't want to jinx it. But I don't know. But it has been, it has been eye-opening to watch the trial. And there's, it's, it's been intense. Like there's been times where I have to not look uh, or or mute the TV because it's, it's they're showing real footage and they're showing new footage in some cases. Um, and it just kind of drives home how horrible that day was yeah they need um they need was it 17 republicans to to vote with the democrats that he did it in order to convict him it's not a 50 50 vote it's a two-thirds vote yeah so 67 of them need to to get all together out of 100 need to vote to convict him and they're just still beholden to him even though he doesn't have political power in this country he's not in power but like do you you, they're putting their they're putting their money in with the people who would willingly commit sedition Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. treason against the united states that's who they want as their base like that's who they're actively courting at this point and it's like when do you at what like is there a point at which you wake up like is there a point at which you have morals Mm -hmm. it's looking like not but yeah, the, the Democrats, I think, made a, made a really great case. Um, but even yesterday, 15 Republicans weren't in the, weren't in the chamber. They, they didn't even enter the chamber, which I think is a dereliction of duty. And I think that they shouldn't be allowed to vote uh, in that case because they're not, how are you, you going to be a jury member? You can't be a member of a jury in a regular trial and leave the courtroom because you don't want to be there. And then some of them were even talking yesterday with Trump's defense team. 
You can't be a regular juror and talk to any of the defense, the defense or the prosecution. I don't know why this doesn't disqualify these people, you know? Um, so the next thing that I want to talk about is the favorite, my favorite thing I want to talk about, which is Kim Kardashian posting on her story, Nurse Painting. It was just so funny because so many people were talking about it and they were all like arguing that like North didn't do this because it's an impressive painting. But honestly, I like believe that she did it. I don't know why you wouldn't believe she did it just because, of course, like Kim would hire the most like best professional artists to teach North how to do this, you know, like they have the money, they have the means to do that. And also... The one that I don't believe is that North would come up with this on her own. I can believe that someone would teach her how to do mm-hmm. it and tell her what, where to put things, how to put things. It's just like I went to um, a painting bar where like there's an instructor and everyone's painting the same thing. And what they do is they teach you how to make that same painting. And so that's what I'm thinking she did. And anyone can do that. It doesn't matter your age, you know, as long as someone can teach you and tell you what to do. It's just like school, you know? So I just thought it was so funny that people were just just like arguing that North didn't do this, North didn't do that. And it's like, look at the facts. Like, they're rich. Of course she could do this. Like, (laughs) I was just going to say, it looks like a Bob Ross, like follow along kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, that's great. So many people, you know, cultivated a love of painting. Uh, from that, um, I also saw a TikTok from uh, a girl who, I yes. mean, claims, but also, yeah, you saw the TikTok where it's like her mom is actually yeah. the one who taught North. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was like, I can confirm that this is actually what happened. And she mm-hmm. does provide a picture of her with her mom, but she doesn't provide a picture of her mom as a business owner or with North. I mean, I'm sure I they don't I don't think the picture her... would exist. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that don't picture think, would exist with yeah. North. I think she did paint it, but I agree definitely with the. Uh, a healthy uh, yes. dose of help. <laughs> yes, it, exactly. Like, I could see the argument. Like, if people were like, she didn't come up with this concept, because I would believe, like, she definitely yeah, did come like up seven. with this concept. Yeah, exactly. Eight. Like, that's a good argument. But I, I personally think she, she did it. So, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was so funny. And then other people, and then she posted a story right after that saying, don't come after my kids. <laughs> Which is like, of course, that's what a mother should do. You know, don't come after her kids. Her kids did this. She's proud of it. That's her work. Mm -hmm. But it was, I don't know. It was just like a little funny because it was so like serious. (laughs) Don't mess. Don't mess with Kim Kardashian's kids. I have no desire to. I have no desire to either. They're more than my net worth worth will ever be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One thing about the Kardashians, they'll they'll provide. They'll provide (laughs) content for us. Oh Haley, my god, we're well, did you see about the show ending? Did you see well did you yeah, did you see the other posts where Kim on Twitter posted a picture with her and Courtney and she was yes. like found my other I half. sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, she was like somehow Courtney and I found each other found and each then other. this one yes. guy was like your sisters. <laughs> and then she, and she deleted it. it and she changed the caption to one and she was like, Well that was actually that was clever though, the the ring. It was like a play. She was like, Courtney lost yes. her earring. <laughs> yeah. That's a it's play on the, funny. the classic. Well, I saw that post again. Apparently, it wasn't just that one guy who said that. It was like multiple people were saying yeah. they're related. I will, it, it is a gimme, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I know I get like her point, I think. I think <laughs> she was saying like maybe they weren't 
like super close as kids or something and like they found each other like as adults you know but it doesn't make sense <laughs> i think she's I mean, just like having a, you yeah. found courtney because she's younger right she, technically you were born and you were like there's courtney <laughs> <laughs> um all right so our final thing to talk about today is a brand new story we have a love story that came out. Taylor's version is the parentheses there because it is Taylor Swift's full re-recording of Love Story, the first of her re-recordings to come out. And she announced that Fearless, the re-recorded version of Fearless, will be out on uh, April 9th, I think it was. It's really good. I listened to it. I know Abia hasn't yet but because it just came out. But I listened to it once, like just regular. And then I listened to a YouTube video that was they they were kind of switching between the 2008 version and the 2021 version um like line for line not not exactly but versus because i was thinking it would be like one ear either version to kind of hear it directly it was it's really good it's really close to the original um yeah i did see that post other people were talking about it uh i do like how she wrote in parentheses taylor's version because it is now hers Right. Um, somebody else doesn't own it. It's all hers. Yeah, like we mentioned in a couple podcasts to get podcasts ago, we're really happy for her. It's it feels weird rooting for a multimillionaire in stuff like this because it really is a question of who gets money from her songs, mm-hmm. and she already does have so much money, so it does feel weird. But it's the principle of the thing. She was treated horribly by these people who technically did own her music and do own her old music. You know, she she was given the ability to re-record them because of the contract. She's taken it. Like, she could have just said, you know, it's whatever. But this is extra work that she's putting in to produce just so that she can have them be hers and mm-hmm. kind of reassert the ownership of them. Yeah. Because um, I don't think, well, yeah. it's not about the money. No, it's not. Like, it, she is rich. They're both rich. Everyone's rich in this scenario. Yes. But the reason she's doing it is because it's hers. And that's why, like, I can, like, respect this because she – it's really just showing how much she cares about her music. Because if it was about the money, then she would have been like, whatever, I got the money, you know? Right, right. I mean, I think that it, it is partly about the money in terms of the fact that Scooter – wanted to make money off of it mm-hmm. and in doing so he i mean just the way that he's treated her in the past is i assume a, a trauma or at least like a harmful memory for her so yeah so it, i mean it is about the money for him and then i think parenthetically it also kind of has to be about the money for her not not exclusively but it like that's a factor i mean like I think because it might be in the because sense, like for him it is yeah then I think in the sense like she doesn't want him to claim the money for her work right so he can still market the songs to like you know add people or whatever like to mm-hmm. play at reward shows or mm-hmm. what you know what whatever you do with a song I really don't know yeah um but though then those people and also by making it so public if if Scooter approaches someone w- saying I have Taylor Swift's masters do you want to play them for your thing or whatever? And I'll take money from that. She, they can, if they're, if they have morals, they can say, oh, well, she made this a huge public thing. And she also has the same versions and they're not mired in the controversy of you. So that's the obvious choice for a company who is aware of kind of public Mm -hmm. scrutiny or intrigue 
and wants to like be cognizant of that. So it's really a really smart move on her part. And also just the right thing to do. I I agree with it, you know? Yeah. That's her, that's hers. Like she wrote those songs. Yeah. She wrote it. She sang it. It's all hers. Like, (laughs) and she redid like the album art kind of like it's an homage did you see the new album art no is it did is it that is that the one that came with her post about it being released yeah yeah i saw that one yeah where she's like in a field yeah and it's all like all like golden and and her hair yeah. split it's like the fearless album cover yeah, yeah. i thought that, that i was wouldn't nice know homage. just because i wasn't a taylor swift at that time i, I wasn't either her, i only knew her popular songs which was love story and mean like that's all i knew oh mean that's (laughs) so that's it for today thank you guys for listening it's been fun make sure to follow us on instagram at chaotic queens pod and twitter at queens chaotic and we'll see you next week bye senators bye